we are about to start, start talking about the boys. Just to reset for you guys, I am Sam <clears throat> Perico, and Alex McKellar is joining me yes. here. We've never talked about the the, the boys uh, in my capacity doing YouTube or Twitch or podcasts. Mm. Um, so uh, I, I, I just think it's I think it's a again I mentioned refreshing when I talk about yeah. the black phone. Refreshing is also the word that comes to mind when I think about the boys. The way mm -hmm. that, that that hook. That, of course, we're talking about the the third season finale, right. so I'm going to spoil a lot of the first season as well. So of course, that mm -hmm. hook at the end of this, you know, whenever Homelander kill takes down that plane and kind of is the turning point for me. Oh, and of course, Starlight's arc in the first. Uh, episode in the first season um mm -hmm. uh never meet your heroes is kind of a, also you want to talk about uh, parallels never meet your heroes they try and do it in thor they do it much better in the boys um yeah. it, it is a refreshing change of pace for superhero movies which has always been something you think about like what if superman's just the worst person in the world you don't know especially in like in a world where, like it's the x-men and before it's revealed you know that Vought creates these people that's kind of the impression you get for as well that these are just randomly chosen so if you're just randomly imbued with superpowers what if a bad person gets it homelander i think is a very a amazingly complex character they've oh, kind God. of they've yeah, kind I of taken so much i think they've taken away a little bit of that by the removal of the stillwell character who i liked a lot more than gus in this in this show um that's fair. I I think their dynamic was more interesting. There was more to mm -hmm. it than uh, I, I liked. That. I liked what they did with Gus more in this season. Me too. In season two, yeah. The, so uh, I was, yeah. I think it yeah. would have worked. It would have also been more poignant if he would have treated Stillwell that way, betrayed her. I think it would have been more poignant, betrayed her, and then consolidated. Mm, interesting. Power. I, but I don't know. Now we're rewriting the ship. But so, yeah, I like yeah, yeah. her. It's good. I like their dynamic. Homelander's great. Season two. A lot of people don't like season two, but I can never tell. There is a political angle to this show. Uh, a meta political mm -hmm. angle to the show. Mm -hmm. I think the show is written from a left wing perspective. I think it is a critique yeah. of no, fascism. no doubt in my mind about that. There's not a, everything. A vote for Huey Newton poster in the final scene of this season. Okay, like, that um, like what like what more do you need? I mean, but obviously also. I, like that's a big part of what I want to talk about. Is well, like I I, I think yeah, that go ahead and do this thing. Thing yeah. to talk about because I read that this season people we talk about Homelander's complexity and mm -hmm. in this season people realized that he's a stand-in for like a Nazi fascist and I mm -hmm. thought that was kind of appropriate like there from the beginning oh yeah and it was always like, there and it's like the thing that pisses me off about like I don't want to bring up like everything's like the mainstream DC movies but like Joker people are like mm -hmm. oh my god why do you like a movie about a, a clown murdering people it's not because that movie. It, this is my i've said this a billion times it's not because you watch that and you think he's a badass it's not because you watch it and you think these are good things that are happening you think it's a great story about a complex individual who does bad things and mm -hmm. you understand why they do bad things sometimes that's relatable sometimes that's terrifying and a yeah. good story can can put you in somebody who is not you so it can put mm -hmm. you in their perspective and make you feel how they feel and make you understand why they're a broken individual so they would make bad choices yeah. This movie, I think Homelander is a great example of that because um, mm -hmm. he has a tormented, you know, he's a tormented character from his inception uh, in, mm -hmm. in universe. And mm -hmm. and, and so I, there's a lot that I'm setting up here, Alex, that I feel like you want to yeah. talk about. So yeah, Homelander oh, as, a, yeah. as a fascist, we just now realized this, I feel like is the dumbest take we could have. So go ahead. So yeah, I guess like to real quick do my own history with it. It's like, I, sure. you know, was, it was like in the middle of a move when the first season came out. So it's like, you know, I, you know, wasn't working, you know, unpacking stuff. So I started watching it in the background. I never heard of it and I yeah. just got hooked. You know, I, I probably finished the whole season 
Because I think it all got dropped at once, or by the time I caught on, every episode was out. Same, that might I have discovered been the way it, it at the end of season. Oh no! I at the beginning of season two, I discovered oh, okay. season one. So I oh yeah, up on I, season one. Yeah, I discovered it before season two came out, like before yeah. it was coming out. So it's like I was a little bit earlier on, and I was like, "Holy cow! This show's great. It's so right. fun. Like it's violent. I I mean, one I I love Carl Urban. I I love." him and pretty much everything he i've seen him in the hell out of the scenery in this yeah in this show. he has so much fun with the character just to kind of set him up broadly i love him as well yeah but yeah so i was i was hooked when i saw that carl urban was in a show and it was about superheroes being bad i was like hell yeah and then like you were talking about the the dynamic of like pretty much every character getting some interesting complexity to them like even the deep who for a while really annoyed me they fleshed him out and made him more complex and interesting. Yep. And there's, there's a lot more we can get into. So it's like season one, really loved it. And then I, my first time through, was also a little cooler on season two. I don't know exactly what wasn't connecting with me quite as heavily the first time I watched it. Yep. It may have been that I was doing it week to week, whereas yep. I got the full story of season one when I watched it. So it's like that may have been a disconnect. But I remember at the end of season two being like, I was pretty good, but not my favorite. I think but then... Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, yeah, but but no, but then, like, to prep for season three coming out, before I even knew we were going to talk about it, I was like, you know what? Season three of The Boys is coming out again, you know. I'm going to rewatch the whole thing. I'm going to refresh it. And my God, I loved both seasons even more second time around. I feel I like, was honestly, like, the first two are equal. I don't really, a lot of people yeah. have said that I feel like season two is a step down is what other people have said. And yeah. I'm like, I don't really see it. I think no. maybe, but I, just to interject, yeah. I think there's political dimensions to the show. So your enjoyment of it definitely, mileage may vary because the second season introduces the Stormfront character who is literally a Nazi, who is literally yeah. a villain. There's no way you could interpret that as being a badass character. And I think people who might be right-wingers are like, oh, is this how the show views right-wingers? and get upset by that or on the flip side people may think the stormfront character is a little bit too on the nose whereas the homelander was a nice balance of like okay yeah so you've hit on a point that is like the main thing that i'm fascinated by with okay. this and we're going to touch on tangentially because there's too much going on to try to deep dive it if you thought we talked about thor love and thunder if we really got into what this stuff we'd be here for like seven or eight hours minimum <laughs> because like there's so much but like that was i think what i didn't like about season two was the okay. on the nose feeling but then Going back, being post-January 6th insurrection, being post-COVID lockdown and QAnon becoming main, like becoming into the mainstream and all of the right-wing stuff, all of that on-the-nose stuff that happens for me was like, holy shit, is the boys actually even more intelligent than I was getting it credit for? Because like there would be stuff where I'm like, oh, that's pretty interesting social commentary that's kind of subtle. And then there'd be stuff that's like blunt as hell. That's just like, oh, that kind of, but our world is now blunt as hell. And yeah, like how so, much more of a cartoon yeah, you get than reality. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it's, it's even when it's being blunt on screen, it's more subtle than <laughs> our universe. And that was one of uh, jumping again way ahead. Cause I have so much, yeah. I think the ending to this season is so fascinating, especially when, as mm -hmm. we talk about Homelander, Homelander's character, he does a thing that is so outlandish that I'm like, there's no way he could get away with that in public. And then the, the show is like, actually, yes, he can. And I'm like, you know what? Probably he could. He probably could. If I could shoot somebody in fifth Avenue and no, and people would still vote for me, I wouldn't lose any votes. And it's yeah, like, 100%. I hate, I hate to be like that. Oh, Sam's making everything about Trump versus, you know, the, the 2016 election. And I'm like, no, but like, kind of. 
I don't want to call people dumb. And like, if you're watching the show for just pure enjoyment and like, you're not trying to it's, dig into the political stuff, on that level too, that's fine. So you don't have to but, think about it. Like if, if like, sorry. So like, like <laughs> Homelander is not one-to-one Trump because Homelander is not one-to-one anything. Like he is a character exactly. that yeah. is like metaphorically connected to several different things. But if you think that they aren't, like they are referencing Trump's rhetoric and how Homelander speaks. What they are referencing that? like Tucker Carlson in this season with other with the talk show he goes on. Like they are drawing real references from Trump and his interaction with the world. And like if if you're not seeing that because you just want to watch the show and enjoy it, that's fine. I don't think less of you. But like if you're saying that's not what's happening, I, I you're I, like the show is in the text saying yes, no, we're talking about Trump right now. <laughs> Like, I, I, no I don't know how else to say it, you know? I have no idea how anybody could watch, and again, just going back to my original point, that how anybody could watch the show and see Homelander, even in the first two seasons. Even yeah, it, like, 100%. Like, like, even, even just season one. They take away yeah. the Nazi dating. When he, when he goes to the Christian, like, concert thing, and he starts talking with, like, <clears throat> fascist talking points about, like, yes. other people come, like, that's word for word, basically, just, what Trump was saying when he did the Muslim ban. I like, have no idea how someone yeah. can get to the third season of this show and be like, oh my god, are you saying that that he's like Trump and that's bad? Like, how <laughs> can... I just, I don't understand. I don't want to... Yeah. Again, like, it's, it's so hard not to, like, talk down to somebody who maybe yeah. misinterpreted the show. And which is fine. You can, like... The, the thing that works so well about the show is that I think you can genuinely just have a good time watching the show. Yeah. It's funny. It's like, it you reminds don't have me to... of Always Sunny like that. To where, yeah. like, Always Sunny... Yeah. On, like, the surface level, every episode is its own thing. But every episode is also like deeply commenting on like either something interesting about society or a political issue. And they sort of switch back and forth at who they punch at, which I really like about them. But like, like it's, it's, it works as just a thematic. I'm not going to read deeper into this. I'm going to watch something, explosions, right. funny colors, all that stuff. But at the same time, if you want to dig into it, there's so much to dig into. So that, that was just my other comparison. No, and so yeah, so that's. Is there anything else? Again, I, I have uh, just some highlights of, of season three so far as the beginning of my notes. So I would, I would just like to ask: Is there anything else about the first two seasons that you think we should touch on, just to kind of establish um, the baseline level of enjoyment for our audience? I mean, I guess just that, like, because part of what I'm going to talk about, like, that I have since we're trying to do generalized things, is hit on those themes that I think the show is commenting on. And so, like, part of my rewatch, I enjoyed seeing where, like like trying to imagine what Vought is because at the same time Vought is a like it is a stand in for Disney it's so one to one Disney yeah but, but it's but it's not entirely one to one Disney well, it's also a pharmaceutical <clears throat> company and it's also does you that know, bother a you social media thing that it's do you think it, it does it bother you that it's everything in the universe or do you think that's uh, that that extra level from just that extra yeah. level of parody that is necessary for a satire to be like okay yeah we like in in our in, in America we do have monopolies but it's like four or five companies whereas yeah you no know, just to show you how ridiculous your real world is we're just going to show you hold a mirror up and in this one it's just one imagine it's just yeah. one. Yeah. I like. Me, I think I convinced I'm, myself. I think it works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I've gone back and forth in the sense that, like, okay, that's a little unrealistic. Like, for, they have like, the VRA in the scene. Yeah. I'm like, okay, the vo- okay. I'm like, how many things do they come right. like- But at the same time, it's like the show in all three seasons is a meditation on the different forms of power, what is actually powerful, and how power, not, not the really dumb piece of shit ending of Game of Thrones, where power or, like, the low-level thing of power corrupts absolutely, or whatever. You know, power corrupts and absolute oh, power no. corrupts absolutely. No, 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 no. The much more intelligent take that, like, if you give people enough power, you're gonna see who they really are. Because yeah. there's not gonna be anything 
to hold them back and hide that. And it also ties into this season as well with uh, Ashley's yeah. character. Ashley is like reduced to like a who's a again. I don't want to objectify anybody, but she's a beautiful woman and mm -hmm. she's a, a fun character. And the it, it's a great arc. I like what they do. It's just mm -hmm. sad that yeah. they, you know it's like one of those things. It's well written. It's unfortunate to see a character like whittled down to a husk of a person because yeah. of this. It, 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 it's so well done. But that's um, what capitalism does to you, baby. Yeah. And she, and she, and I've been in so many instances in my life where I see people in a job that is killing them. Like not literally, like it. Like mm -hmm. again, you hold a mirror up and make it a little bit more cartoonish just to show you how ridiculous your real life actually is. Even though yeah. it's not literally that. But I've, I've met people who are not literally pulling their hair out every single day, but they are devoting themselves to a job that they hate that is not reciprocal. And if anything, it's taking from them. Yeah, and it's like. And I'm like, why? Why are you doing this? And to see Ashley in this in this season, yeah. it's so well done. Because I'm just like, why are you doing this? And she, you see that in a scene again. You're sort of setting up this last. Most of my notes are a reflection of the the finale. Yeah. So uh, this, in this season, we have a great scene where Starlight is like, you look, you can help us. We have a shot here to defeat Homelander. Can you just stand up for yourself for a second. A and she's moment. like. She's like, she thinks about it and she's like, and then she, she's like, she, she remembers that she has this perceived power instead. And it talks, goes into what you're talking about. What is real power? What is perceived power? What, it, where does power really lie? And she's like, I'm the CEO of this company. You won't talk to me like that. This is what we're doing. You know, all that shit like that. And, and then, yeah, and that reveal, I think it was a great reveal. It's a subtle thing. People might think it's, it's on the nose again, but I think it's a great reveal that she's lost but, all her hair. And it's, yeah, it's but it's like, it's again, it. it's like the show isn't subtle so that it can like really hit home what it's trying to talk about. Where it's like. Mm -hmm. She's in a job that's literally making her pull her hair out. And you're like, oh, that's over the top and everything. But, like, it's also effective because you see the actual stress she's going through. Yeah. And so I guess to do a quick thing. So it's like, like, in-universe, what I enjoyed on my rewatch having and then noticing in this is, like, Stan Edgar, you can see what he's doing in season two, is trying to take Vought from being a superhero company back to being a pharmaceutical company to just having product and not having to manage these prima donna crazy super powered individuals right. like they're a waste on his thing he's ready to get out with the old product which is just wipe out all soups I, I think he would literally get rid of all of them and he wouldn't care to just be a pharmaceutical company yeah. that's embedded with the military to make soldiers that are powered for you know 24 hours or whatever like and I think that is a brilliant arc and a brilliant thing of like they run into even the superheroes of... are being exploited and they will be cast aside for the sake of profit and like right. ease of what's going I, on. I love it in that way, but then they they handle it also well in the it functionally that then, then becomes a problem because then now we're rooting for Stan Edgar. We're like, well, yeah, he's got the right idea actually. Well, not I know. Like the consolidation of power and all the, that's... the evil businessman things, but like getting rid of the superheroes and that's what they do so well in this season is they put them on that track and in a bait and switch you thought this was happening and then again i've seen things where they're like oh isn't it great that we subverted your expectations not to literally talk about the last jedi once again but like <laughs> isn't it great that we subverted your expectations you thought he was the villain but it's actually him and I loved that they did that. I didn't yeah. give a shit about Stan. I mean, I like Stan Gedger for the things you think. I think he works as a Gus Fring type of businessman. He's basically mm -hmm. Gus Fring in the show. I mean, come yeah. on. No, he's for sure. Gus I mean, ever since he was Gus Fring, everything he showed up in, he's still playing that. Yeah, he's even in Mandalorian. Yeah, like, yeah, you could write. I'm not. I'm not saying that to like typecast him myself, but they have typecast him. He's yeah. just Gus Fring. I mean, in anything that he shows up. Granted, in. Is great. That was one of the best performances of like the last like television decade, 10 years yeah like so. yeah, yeah it, no. like it's amazing so like i'm not <laughs> that upset that he keeps doing it but also but, yeah. as one of my friends pointed out anytime he shows up like yeah he's gonna be the bad guy and he's gonna be gus 
Yeah. You yeah, know, it's but, just it's just what's gonna happen. So I loved the I loved the, the bait and switch though, because I I didn't care enough about I guess Gus to see him be followed through yeah. as the villain. So I was uh, totally happy I to also, see Homelander take over. No, but I also love that they're still both villains, but they're sure. villains with like different philosophies on what actually is powerful. So yeah. again, like whatever. We're gonna jump into the full political realm of this. So Jordan Peterson. <laughs> no, for real. I'm gonna do this real quick. So this guy is uh, like one of his big things that he says is he's like he's like um the the left says that all hierarchies are fundamentally predicated on power, which is you know power as like I define as like using force to control people is a very unstable means of maintaining power. Hierarchies in the West are built on competence, and the boys says you're right. Homelander uses fear as his source of power to force people to do his thing where stan edgar is a competent manager of capital and of a company and uses his leverage as a competent manager of capital over the other people but they are both exploiting people and therefore both like should be critiqued so jordan peterson your analysis sucks dog may i is is stan edgar obama and is uh no uh, homelander trump no sorry but like you know you talk about the manager yeah, like the manager of the superpower. Okay, well, I guess and they're, then they're, that doesn't they're my... fundamentally change. I get, yeah, yeah. Whose I incrementalism guess fails to a, a more crazier yeah. version but of fascism. I think, I think trying. I mean, I, I will, I will definitely rewatch it with that idea in my mind because that hadn't occurred to me as like Stan Edgar as like an Obama comparison. And there might be I didn't something think very about it until the way you described it as like this manager of this. Yeah, uh, this but I, but I meant specifically in like the sense of like a leftist critique of capitalism is that the CEOs are exploit their workforce. Like they sure. underpay them, they overwork them so they can extract profit from them. And, you know, a whole bunch of gook later, you know, people have also talked about power dynamics through postmodernism and then Jordan Peterson smashes this all together and gives people like, what sounds like an intelligent take, but it's really just like a low level take on like oversimplifying the enemy's argument so that he can make this argument about competence. But what I'm trying to say is that Stan Edgar is a competent manager of capital in the sense that like he is a good businessman. Like he is managing like the stock and the portfolio and like projecting into the future what's going to be best for the company and trying to get rid of things that are problematic for the company. Like he is a good manager of that. But he is also an evil, sadistic motherfucker who's exploiting everyone that works for him. And like, so that is, it just, it just throws Jordan Peterson's like supposed defense of capitalism out the window because it shows it's like, yeah, Homelander by ruling through like fiat and power alone and fear. In this season, it shows how unstable that is because it pushes everyone so far to where they're like, I don't care anymore. I'm still going to fight you. You know, mm. like Maeve is no longer scared of Homelander. Starlight is no longer scared of Homelander. Like well, all of these point. people are no longer they're, like, like their power. Yeah, like they're like, he, I know he can kill me, but I don't care anymore. Yeah, we I have don't to stop like this. Yeah, yeah I don't, exactly. I'd rather die whereas, than live like this. Yeah, whereas Stan Edgar is like the competent, like he's manipulating people. Everything's. I, I I think this backs up my 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 claim. Honestly, I think yeah, with the, with Stan Edgar being like an Obama type figure that doesn't that doesn't really yeah. change anything. Who's increment? I really think that yeah. That, no, like honestly, Stan I'm gonna Edgar rewatch is, with that in my mind. Is he's like incrementalism? Uh, yeah, is persona. But also, yeah, like more evil than Obama. Oh, sure. I'm not saying Obama time. is like Trump. Right. again. None of them are like one to one. But yeah, like, these are all interesting things to go back and rewatch. Yeah. yeah. If I rewatch the thing with these very, ideas in your mind. Yeah. yeah if I, was, I, I love that. 
yeah, if I was to reduce a very complex uh, human being and world leader down to one archetype, I would reduce Obama as to like a figurehead who didn't who who just managed the existing. Yeah, like managed the existing in order the best way that he could that made everybody's lives like you were about to say just fine enough that you don't revolt. And yeah. then and then and then Homelander is that Trump figure that comes in and topples everything to where it's like no, actually things are awful. And then yeah, and then yeah. So I I I, I think that I think that the, the thing that's so great about this show, Alex, is that we have these conversations. Where yeah. with Thor, it's like oh, do, remember how the joke didn't land? You know, right. like it's like there's like, so much difference in, in stuff. To give to give the audience a little behind the scenes, I was like, can we please talk about Thor: Love and Thunder first? So we could get the terribleness out of our system and then be excited at the end. <laughs> Which is the better. I definitely yeah. think that's the way to go. Because now just realizing how negative we went. On yeah. Thor, not and I feel Thunder. much this, better now. This feels, yeah, I feel much better too. I'm glad we ended this way. I would have been so mad. I would have, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> and we're just getting started, baby. <laughs> oh my God. So anyway, so, so I'm going to go over a couple big plot points. Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. run through my list of plot points. Things that I thought were important to talk about season three before we talk into my plot points of the last episode specifically. Hmm. So this season... Season, there's the thing that we got that everybody that happened that everybody uh, thought was a big thing was the penis explosion. We'll ask you whenever we uh, get I throw it to you. We'll talk about your reaction to the penis explosion. And then uh, Temp V is a big storyline this season. Butcher, Huey, they're all taking Temp V and it's killing them. Starlight has found that out before the finale. Uh, Homelander and that uh, we already talked a lot about Homelander, but I have written down that his his consolidation of power has been an ongoing storyline throughout the season. We talked about that a lot. I love that the hero gasm episode. Uh, happened uh, this season, and it was a big thing. I thought it was a little bit of a letdown. Every thought it was, everybody said it was going to be the best thing. Like it was the biggest, craziest episode. And I was like, yeah, there's an orgy scene in it, but like I didn't <laughs> yeah. think it was that crazy. Yeah, I, I really liked that episode, but not anything to do with the actual orgy scene. Yeah, it wasn't. Like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. They like they were like being like. Homelander oh, talking yeah. to himself in the mirror was my favorite part of the episode. It reminded me of Green Goblin, if I'm honest. But that uh, Green Goblin yeah, like, was a nice character. But yeah. at the same time, it was like, oh, that's interesting that he actually has like a split personality. That like we've shown it now because we've hinted at it with some true. of his reactions before. Yeah, and then just like this utter, he's this utterly broken and insane person. Yeah, that, like I got at, you through this before. Just it, stick with me, yeah. buddy. We'll we'll but, take care of it. Oh, yeah, oh it's, God, sorry. I don't I, know. If, I, I, too I, much to I, say. I, continue, continue your plot points, otherwise. Yeah, well, I know because there's so much to talk about. So, Soldier Boy is a constant. He's introduced this season. He's basically evil Captain America. If Homelander is evil, Winter Superman. Soldier Boy, baby. Yeah. What if uh, what if uh, evil uh, Homelander or, or what if evil Superman fought evil Captain America? Who would win? Um, and uh, then at the beginning, I think it went into this it is basically Vought created. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, Soldier Boy as a precursor to Homelander, and then created Homelander afterwards, and then they tried to get rid of him. Noir, mm -hmm. they had Noir help kill him, kill him, or put him away for a while, mm -hmm. and then uh, he's throughout this season he's been killing off the other soups, uh, and uh, and then uh, now Homelander and him have been having a little bit of a fight. They had one in Herogasm. It was a pretty good scene, um, and then uh, then uh, and now he thinks that he looked at it, he's like, well, you were created from my biology. I think I don't know when that was established, other than this phone call. Uh, but I think mm -hmm. they, maybe they go to a lab or I can't remember honestly so much happened uh, so but they, he's like well you're basically my son so who wouldn't I would have let you take the reins you know willingly who wouldn't want that for yeah. his son so now what kind Homelander, of father wouldn't yeah we'll, yeah we'll, Homelander we'll, has yeah. who has acceptance issues with you know still well kind of yeah. represented a mother Huge figure for daddy issues and his parental father, issues parental yeah. issues uh, Homelander's got a, uh, and he's also got a son so he's kind of looking for acceptance wherever he can get it so he's like wow and that's the cliffhanger leading into the scene so penis explosion hero Orgasm, Soldier Boy. What do you think of uh, the big 
highlights of season three. And this is anything I haven't mentioned as well. But here. Oh, yeah. So first off, I just wanted to. But before we even get to the penis explosion. Oh, Starlight. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, so much happened in this season. There's a lot to cut into. But I love that this show goofed on the Snyder Cut with their opening bit of the Dawn of the Seven and Charlize Theron showing up as basically like as dumb and silly, a, like random appearance of a character as she was in Doctor Strange. I don't know yeah, if that no. was intentional. I don't know if that was just lucky, but I That's loved it. Really I was lucky. laughing. I it was yeah. Theron. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, so, and also, and also a corporation recontextualizing that they pro- knowingly promoted and hired a fascist and they've had them around for like, or like literal Nazi and then being like, Oh, we're gonna whitewash our own history in the moment. I think it's brilliant. And then the whole like they're on the red carpet. Oh, thank you, fans, for the hashtag release the Bort cut. I thought was like a nice dig at the Snyder cut of a company, a corporation cynically putting out a piece of media because they needed to make a profit. Which like I'm glad like honestly, I'm goofing on it. I'm glad the Snyder cut exists. I think it's a good thing. No, but I, it was I, not I cut out that. for That's artistic funny. integrity. It was put out so HBO Max could keep subscribers during the pandemic. But anyway, like, yeah. I yeah. understand that. I get it. Yeah. I, I, I just want to. I don't want to piss off any Snyder fans because they, like, I like the movie. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I accept your apology. Exactly. But I thought it was a good little like, aha, dig at the whole thing. Um, let me go. Uh, wh- what else did I have? Okay. Yeah. So the uh, we'll jump to the penis explosion. I was like, wow, we're going hardcore right off the bat this season. Uh, and like, I mean, like, you know, it was just sort of, it felt to me like a classic, the boys thing like yeah. I, I had a friend who i was talking to was like this season is even more graphic than previous seasons and i was like we literally met huey's girlfriend and then watch her get exploded in slow motion like i like like they they go hard like i'm it's it, for me it's like sort of like south park where it's like oh can you believe they did this vulgar thing and i'm like yeah of course it's south park you know I where hope, it's like yeah I, I hope they don't get into the habit of constantly trying to up themselves i don't want them to become a caricature of themselves i think they borderline on it a little bit with the penis explosion mm, that's fair uh, but i i like they use like pra- a lot of practical stuff like i've seen yeah. pictures of like the set that from that day yeah and stuff, and it gets, i thought like, that yeah the inside of the set was hilarious and also way, i was like Ugh. functionally in the show it was fine it doesn't take me <laughs> out enough where i'm just like okay yeah. they're really tr- i feel like they have a prerequisite now to do something crazier and crazier yeah. this season i just hope and, that there's a law of diminishing yeah. returns and for me like like I have moved into like trying to watch this for like what things are they commenting on in our world now? Yeah. So it's like I'm a little just like when the violence happens, I'm a little checked out. It's like it's not shocking to me because that's not what I'm paying attention to. But I guess, I guess. that's part of the come for the violence, stay for the political yeah, commentary. Exactly. Uh, is yeah. The appeal of the show. So I guess then mm-hmm. this is the premiere. So maybe if you're uh, watching the boys for the first time, you want to watch the season premiere of the third season. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what uh, people jump in make... where they jump in? It's weird, sure. but they do it. Um, so, it's not my uh, cup of tea, but yeah. live your life. Is there anything uh, that you'd like to... Uh, to uh, okay, so yeah. So then I guess the next one was Soldier Boy. Yeah, he's been and, like throughout the thing. Yeah, so one, like, um, I did like the little bit of, like, pseudo-mystery that went on in the beginning of, like, oh, okay, there was this guy, Soldier Boy. He was mysteriously killed. They covered up how he was killed. Maybe there's a weapon that can kill soups. Oh, no, he's still alive. He's Winter Soldier Boy, baby. Which I'm sure that joke's been made, but I wanted to make it. Also. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know it's terrible, but it's also exactly what they were doing, and I thought it was it's funny. not like a ha ha funny. It's more like yeah. oh, I get it. But... Yeah, it's like ah, I understood that reference. Boom, back to Captain America, baby. 
But I love uh, how that in it, saying I understood that reference is a reference. That's kind of funny. That's what, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's oh, great. Jesus. But so, um, again, what I love about like the Soldier Boy Homelander stuff, I mean, some of the action is cool. The whole father son thing is interesting. But that, again, that's really not super my interest in this show. Like, what I like about it is it shows again how ruthless Stan Edgar is, where he was like, yeah. yeah, we've got a new product. It can fly. It's going to be better. This guy's a dick. We're getting rid of him. I don't we want need the to details. Phase out the old iPhone. Yeah. Put yeah. out the old iPhone. It, it doesn't matter anymore. And also that they're people and they're the product. Mm -hmm. And like, once the newer models here, capitalism just discards the old one, regardless of what it was. Whether it's like, oh, new technology shuts down the factories. So we let go of all of our employees or all of that stuff. It just shows how like the profit motive and like what's going to be good for the company overrides like even what's good for like human beings and humanity there there is no like and I, and I just love that i loved that it was both that all of these characters are villains but also you get a tiny bit of empathy for soldier boy because like he was top dog and like he never questioned whether these people actually liked him because he likes himself and he's a piece of shit you know and he's not going to self-examine until he kind of does at one point and i was like whoa this is wild you know sorry i'm gonna jump around all over the place but like and then i think yeah. he does a good job too oh yeah i loved him and i also love how literally every character has trauma like every character in this show has trauma and the levels with which they process it whether it's like an emotionally healthy way in the case of it's mm so it's or so Frenchy. About each yeah. character which again I, I just i just saw thor ragnarok the same week as this so i'm just constantly comparing i'm like we have no idea about how other than thor i guess no because it changes with every single director we have no idea there's no consistent way that like you know you don't know yeah. oh that's of course starlight would react that way because or of course homelander would react that way it just that none of that is thoroughly established at least you yeah. don't see that often as well as it's thoroughly set up here which yeah, is just, no it's, it's so refreshing it's so great. And that's that's what I love about it. So, like, for me, I'm watching, you know, Captain America versus Superman. as all, It's like a metaphor about that. But it's also, you know, the old school American fascism and, and, and like, how that good old boy, that, like, soldier, that, like, 1950s fake version of masculinity yeah, yeah. leads directly to the, yeah. like, toxic masculinity of Homelander, who, like, can only fake being strong because he's actually, like, weak and terrified on the inside. And he hates that part about himself. And really, if he like worked on that part of himself, he could become a more whole and complete well and potentially person. well good person. And that's but he doesn't. Better. He he hates it and he tries yeah. to kill it. And it's like this show is so intelligent. And that's why it's like I can only touch on these things because talking about even that one, we would be here for hours. Yeah. And like, then he has a son too that he's yeah. his bad way of dealing with all those things is projecting onto his son that these are the ways you deal with yeah. it. And, and also, so yeah, this show clearly hates the right wing because <clears throat> like the hero, like one of the main protagonists, um, Butcher, who is by all definitions like a version of right wing like toxic masculinity and like yeah you don't do your feelings. Bootstraps, yeah. Yeah. he's also taking care of his wife's son like he says my wife's son you know yeah. like that's my wife's son which is an insult that right wingers will say to like who they think are soy boy cucks on yeah. the internet as like an insult but no in this like he's just being a good dude and like doing the strong and mature thing and taking care 
of his wife's son. There's so much. You're right. There's so much there. It's not like yeah, like there's the it works in universe because the character dynamics, but also it's yeah, it's like yeah, being a hero. It's like yeah. largely being a hero is just about just doing the right thing regardless yeah. of the circumstances. Not like oh shit, will I look weak in this in, in this instance? Which is again mm -hmm. what all of Soldier Boy is about. All especially Homelander is about. You know, just yeah. will, I look, will I look great, strong in this moment? Um, that's why he let an entire plane full of people die instead of saving as many as he could because he was like, oh, well, they'll tell them that other people died and I'll look. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah. So I, I'm going to start jumping in the show. Uh, if oh, that's yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to kind of speed run through a few things, but um, I, I, I'm just kind of things that I feel like go together uh, or, or not like large scenes. So yeah. we talked about Homelander and his son. I feel like Homelander's son does a little bit of a re reversal in this episode from what they've set up. I feel like for a season and a half, they set up that he's kind of turned his back on his father and he's been kept away from his father. In this season, I like where they're going with it. I get what they're trying to do, but it does feel a little bit fast. He does a little bit of a a quick never mind i like you dad never mind all again yeah a little sure. bit but also they they do set it up a tiny bit with um butcher at one point you know when he's like on his downhill spot like he rejects oh uh, you're right never yeah, mind like I really hard you're like, forgot because, like he thinks he's doing it to protect him but oh, yeah. like yeah 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 so he, he it, pushes them away uh, yeah but again That's so much happened that like yeah. I, i'm not upset that you forgot about that brief moment in like Eight hours oh, yeah. of outrageous so, television. I take away that criticism entirely. <laughs> I reject that. Yeah, so but Homelander's son is now with Homelander. It's established at mm -hmm. the beginning of this episode. We get Maeve protests, uh, and uh, she escapes at the beginning of this episode because she's been held captive uh, throughout. Uh, Mother's Milk and Frenchie are teaming up. Um, uh, again, tell me if any of this is important, but I'm just kind of moving on. We're getting fallout from the Starlight Instagram video that she did last. She kind of outed Homelander as being a little yeah. bit faster. Okay. I'll, I'll jump in real here. Because well, hang on, something... let me finish oh. that though. But we did think that that was going to have some negative repercussions and it's still kind of ambiguous throughout this episode. I, I would argue, I think up until the end, what fallout or like, what, what, is, what is the fallout? I can't, let, you, go ahead, jump in. What is the okay, fallout? Yeah. Do, do we establish the fallout? Do they, is he viewed negatively? By this Instagram video, or do we not touch on the public's view until the end? I mean, so much, so much. But so, like, again, this show is meditations on the different forms of power. And I think one of, I think there's many theses to this season, but on rewatching some of the early episodes that I didn't remember as much, I think I pictured, I found the thesis of a lot of this season. And it's the phrase, popularity is power. And like, oh, yeah. this, this show talking about the image. And like, again, I've been reading this philosophy book about the like profiles and like images and branding in our modern time. And so again, there's so much to talk about. I don't want to like go on it too much of a tangent, but just like right now, how the image, the brand, the projected image is more important than the actual person. And that's, that's in all of the seasons to where it's like Homelander projects this version that is like the good old boy, that is the Superman. But when you actually see behind it, he's like weak and cowardly and mean-spirited and hates people and has nothing but contempt for his audience. Or in this season when Homelander gives like a full-on like fascist like speech about how he's like, I'm not the weak one. I'm not just like you. I'm stronger and you need me. You need me, the strong man, to protect you. Right, like, the hints were kind of there throughout the whole season. Yeah, like it his his like that should have been in like a normal functioning society, even under capitalism, that should have been enough to have ruined him. But you know what? We're in a broken system. So it doesn't. Because the next thing that happens is she comes in and she tells him, like, your base loved it. You are up twenty-one points with your hardcore base, right? So it's just like 
the things we thought would destroy Trump. It's actually like, no, he's speaking the truth. He's like saying what everyone's saying, you know, like, and it's you like grab him by the. Yeah, it, it's that. And it's also like the vulgar rhetoric that like people will write off and they're like, oh, like you just don't like Trump because he tweets mean things or whatever. And it's like, wow, way to oversimplify my, you know, political read, but fair enough. And all of this stuff. So it's just, I don't know. There's just so many meditations on the different forms of power and like branding and brand image and like the power of profiles and how like, like popularity is now, is now more of the currency to be powerful than even like being a competent manager, like, you know, being the CEO or being, you know, having actual superpowers like starlight shows that like his need to project this image and be loved. And like this sort of thing is powerful enough to keep Homelander in check. But then we also see that like his base doesn't actually like they have like both of these sides have been in the background vilified against each other. The people who like Starlight versus the people because like the whole like smearing Starlight, which it's like so. Oh, God damn it. Sorry, so much. So first off, back to Soldier Boy, like Soldier Boy blowing up in the city. Then the world reacts the same way to like COVID, which is why we get the Imagine song. And that's why it's so on the nose, because it's like, hey, we have to tell you immediately that this is a metaphor for COVID and we're doing it. So here's the Imagine song. Wasn't it stupid? Everyone hated it. All right. Now we're doing a bunch of subtle shit where Homelander's like, no, go out, go to the movie theaters. You're not in danger. We have it all covered. Quit telling everyone that's danger. And then even when the politician who's on his side is trying to help him out, he's like, no. You don't have to take this. That was a terrible question. That was a nasty question you asked, which again is right out. Like, it's like words taken out of Trump's mouth. He said that to people about these things. So it's like, ah, there's so much. And so ugh, then Starlight trying to say, no, like this thing is real. We have to watch out for it. And her going against like her undermining Homelander's narrative and then speaking out against him. The fallout is they basically use like a QAnon level conspiracy about her selling kids off through her charities and like being horrific to children, like painting her the worst type of person in the world, abusing kids to like radicalize his base against her so much that Janine's stepfather, like the white dude who is with uh, MM's wife now, like he's like, you got to check your facts, man. You got to get out inside the other media source. Oh, all of them are lying. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm like, what do I grasp onto? This show is commenting on so many things. It's also an even subtler, maybe even unintentional. He says you need to stop watching the mainstream media. I'm pretty sure he's the mainstream oh, no. media. Yeah, but even even uh, what the what the hell is that racist superhero's name that uh, that uh, A Train uh, A Train kills. kills. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Whatever his name is, he, he even says that to Starlight when she's trying to literally warn them like, that the- he's on his way there. He goes, "Quit watching the lamestream media." But the comparison like, I want to make is that Fox News yeah. is literally the number one cable news source in the world. Mm-hmm. And people say you need to stop watching the mainstream media in, when they're talking in defensive outlets like Fox, Fox News. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's just a settler. I, I, maybe yeah. probably not unintentional, but it's just like you, just like you said, you, no, there's an obvious thing. And then yeah. there's the, there's the is it, you know, like it's just such a parallel one. Like well, not guy, one to one, but yeah. Yeah. Very, the news anchor that interviews Trump is like a combination of Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Like and, and, and yeah. like, I mean, he is Fox News. He's just like yeah. a represent an amalgamation of a bunch of Fox News. That. I love that even the subtlety of like a guy telling who watches the number one news source in that universe. He's like, he's yeah. like, you need to watch, stop watching the main. You need to stop watching the mainstream media. Like I'm watching yeah. the real stuff, and it's like yeah. you're watching the biggest, you know, like yeah. like state media propaganda Ugh. in the world. So um, I got so much. 
I'm going to jump through a bunch more. Yeah, man, go man. ahead. And if there's a moment, we have. I'm just going to kind of set some stuff up. So, like, I'm going to mention Noir Return, mm-hmm. but that's kind of setting up later. Huey, yeah. uh, there's a nice parallel between Huey and, and Butcher's brother that mm-hmm. uh, they make clear in this. In this, and I like that. I like the fact yeah. that also uh, Butcher, in his own way, is trying to uh, to uh, to protect Huey, and he leaves him mm-hmm. behind because that we've established Temp V as a big storyline this season. Um, uh, I guess I'll take a. a Second, to pose to you the question, do you think they mm-hmm. overdo the Temp V? Uh, well, I, I, first of all, to finish my thought, I like that he protects Huey. He doesn't tell him about the Temp V, but in his, in his own way, he knocks him out so he can't take it, thinks he's protecting him. Mm-hmm. The Temp V was used a lot this season, though, and what I liked in previous seasons was that they outsmart the superheroes. They don't have superpowers, but they outsmart the people who do have superpowers. They kind of take that away a little bit this season by just giving mm-hmm. them superpowers. Do you think that is a good or bad thing? Oh, I think it's a great thing. But okay. Because, like, in the earlier seasons... We have like slightly working outside the system to try to expose what's going on, but exposing the corruption that is in thought fails. And so then season two, we go on this other arc where we're still trying to do similar stuff, but then Huey goes and he tries, he's like, you know what? I'm going to get involved in electoralism. I'm going to try to do this the right way. I'm not going to be like a muckraker. And then that fails. So they have been pushed further and further back to where it's like, well, maybe the only option is to sink to their level and like fight power with their type of power. And it's like, it's like, I'm wondering, because I have this one of my things. It's like disenchantment with the right way to fight. Huey is going along with now Butcher's method. He no longer like is hopeful and believes yeah. that there's like a right way to do this. So they start using the temp V or whatever it's called. Yeah. And so, and then, and like, that's just a metaphor for like, we got to do the violence of the system back to the system to win. Yeah. But right. even that's problematic and it doesn't work out. And Huey right. doesn't want to do it. So it's like, that's where it comes to like, okay. what I think oh, is okay. a good thesis of the show. Yeah. It's like, we have to save everyone, even the people who don't deserve it. And yeah. I was like, okay. yes. You convinced me. I didn't know. I was at first like, because I, I like the outsmarting the superheroes. And I still think yeah. I missed that a little bit. But I, I Oh, yeah. yeah I, I, like uh, As far as like the show doing sneaky things to outsmart superheroes, I like it. But as far as social commentary... I'm a thousand percent on board. This is the board. natural progression of yeah. what we've been doing before, and 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 I think you convinced me it's necessary because yeah, you still have that. The old episodes still exist. Um, I can still <laughs> go watch the as a story exactly. where things evolve and characters change. I think this does work. You're right. Um, Noir returns. You butcher uh, A Train and his brother. That was a kind of thing throughout this. Really, the whole series. Yeah, the whole show. Yeah, Adrian's problems and with uh, his bro- with his health, his brother. We have the very kind of on the nose again, but it kind of has to be on Black Lives Matter uh, thing where the 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 non apology. I'm sure. I bet there's a lot to say about that. The non apology of the yeah. guy that escalates oh. into violence in and of itself. That then A Train gets to uh, he suffers from personally, and then um, I gotta I gotta mention the thing that happens in Hero Gasm too. The scene where he finally, now that it personally mentions, he runs into Huey again. But because A Train is personally affected by a similar tragedy, he's like, you know what? What do you want me to do? Apologize? Okay, I'm sorry, Huey. And it's a really well done scene. And then also, Huey also doesn't know how to respond to it, and that's also great too for a, a character moment. So real quick, reconnect to Thor Ragnarok. Sure. I'm sorry, Star Wars fans. Like I'm, I'm really fucking sorry. You know, it happened to me, and I'm, I'm really fucking sorry that I talked that way about Star Wars. I wasn't even. Like, I really to, am. I wasn't even trying to do that. I know. <laughs> I didn't really know you're talking about it. I was like, yep. All right, we'll do this. It's <laughs> perfect time for me to do it. <laughs> and like, legitimately, I am sorry, sorry Star Wars fans, that I was like flippant about your love of this thing. Yeah. I don't mean to be. Like, I enjoy uh, Star Wars as well, and I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I, even though I don't really talk online, and this is the only area I do it, so it's important that I apologize here. So it's like, 
I am sorry, Star Wars fans. Yeah. Anybody that's watched the live stream to this point, this is a good arc, yeah. beautiful arc for you. Actually. It is. Um, I've come a long way. <laughs> I just like I like the A Train and his brother arc. I guess uh, even and it's kind mm-hmm. of nice too in this episode because A Train is not forgiven by his brother. He he yeah. tries to kind of get that forgiveness that he gave to Huey, and that's again I just. I love it when things, it doesn't have to work out. You know, you could have a bad situation in a show and I'd be like, yeah. I love it. You know, I don't want to be a cynical person. It's just really well written. Cause like, yeah, he, he grows as a person and then, but he's still a bad person. He's still, like you said, it doesn't unbreak his leg. So yeah. he's like, you know, what do you want? He's like, no, get out of here. And it's right. just a really well done and, scene. And it's also like, he now has experienced the like personal tragedy. So he's realized the problem of his actions, but he also is still, addicted to the actual power of being popular as opposed to just being the world's fastest man so he betrays his brother and his ethics because he still wants to be popular Mm -hmm. and he's like i'm gonna get all my endorsements back and he's like he's like i don't give a shit about your endorsements you know like you're a dick to me you know you're a bad person and it's yeah good scene i like that uh butcher and soldier boy's objectives seem to be at be at odds uh, in this, I think, but even going into the final mission, it seems like they seem to be at odds a little bit. Why? Why? Well, for for one, like in the beginning, it's like it shows how dark Butcher's gotten because he's now working with a soup and use soup powers to defeat soups. When it used to be, he sure. was against soup oh, powers yeah. in general. Yeah, oh, so like on. that that can be part of it. But then also, it's uh when uh I mean, in the episode before the finale. That's when uh, Soldier Boy finds out that um, Homelander is his son, but like yeah. biologically. Isn't there a scene so. even where Huey is like, "Are you sure about this guy? He's been acting weird." And but- Butcher going is just, seems to be just like, "Yeah, let's just." I mean, I have apprehensions, but let's go. Let's just. Well, yeah, because in 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 Butcher's mind, he's like, "You didn't raise the kid," so he's trying to like instill that. It's also another thing of like saying that like. I have um, it written down uh, here. Blood is thicker than water? Question mark. Yeah. Okay. So that's like, that's like. Oh my God. There's so many things. That's the whole thing. We can. I I can't remember all of them. But essentially, yeah. Even even the phrase, uh, the it's the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb is like someone re reinterpreting that phrase to where like the chosen family is a stronger connection than the accidental family. Right. So what where butcher is coming from is like he ate your kid just because you're related to him. You know. You have got nothing actually attached to him. His home is is like a crass and vulgar way of Butcher trying to be like be on the side of chosen family as opposed to pure blood family. Whereas we don't know where Soldier Boy is going to end up. We don't know if he like, and that's like the thing where like he's clearly conflicted about the whole thing. But is this going to be like we don't know? Is he going to actually kill Homelander? Is he going to side with Homelander? Is he going to help like try to? make Homelander better. We're not sure. I don't know. Because we also get the beautiful like, like, oh, oh my god. And the fact that like Soldier Boy is it, like the propaganda, the movie's about Soldier Boy as a little kid from Philly, you know, that was like weak and like was jumped into the thing. He's like, that's all bullshit. I, my dad owned a bunch of still mills and all of this stuff. And that whole thing about how he was also dealing with the trauma of being a disappointment. And then so he's like, fuck it. I'm going to sign oh, up yeah. for this experimental thing. Sure. And he gets superpowers. And then he comes back and his dad says, you took a shortcut. Yeah. It's like, fuck, that's devastating. Yeah. That is so fucked up. But at the, And then he just continues that trauma. And he says the same thing yeah. to Homelander. And yeah. I'm like, oh, and I love this show. 
But then also the blood is thicker than water. Like yeah. theme of that goes into bleeds into Homelander with his own son, which is just the mm-hmm. way they weave the three together. Yeah. The, and it, like they don't pick a side on whether it's like chosen family more important or blood relations. You more see the different perspectives. But yeah, I think, and it's I think also chosen like, family, I would argue, is more. I mean, I think the show maybe is on the side of chosen family is more important because like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a good guy, and we want we want Billy or whatever the fuck the kid's name is to. To, to to be with Butcher, not Homeland. Yeah. So that's that's where that. Yeah. I think the show does take a little bit of a. Step. No, I agree. But it, it like it, but it like it is intentionally like subtle in how it deals with that concept while being blunt and like this is the moment we're going to connect it to. Like again, another one that I like went back and forth on like, do I love this or do I hate this? Was like uh, A Train redoing the Crystal Jenner commercial with Pepsi uh-huh. with the cops. Yeah. Like, and I was like, on the nose much, but also maybe it's actually brilliant that yeah. they did it so on the nose. Yeah, I think, yeah. I don't remember that exact instance, but probably the 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 the, the, the pattern seems to be it's usually yeah. worth it when it's on, on the nose. Um, Noir dies. We get, I'm going to go through a couple things here. Yeah, yeah, yeah Noir, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Homelander's been crying about his dad. I think, do we get a good scene where Homelander cries? I can't remember. I think we do. Oh, we do. Yeah, it's, it's when he's talking to Noir. Yeah, it's, it leads mm-hmm. directly into it. It was a good scene. I remember being like Anthony Starr, oh, I think. Yeah, Tony Starr. Anthony I, Starr. I, I, I mean, he's been great in every season, but this yeah. season, I just like that. That's the part. That's again why I loved the interaction with him in the mirror. Was I was just like, I'm just yeah. watching Anthony Starr yeah, just like, yeah. chew the scenery, man. Like I'm just like, this guy is crushing it. But also like, him with Noir, that scene where you, yeah. you get the conflict that he's going through, but then that that him having to sell that killing him and then he kind of realizes what he's done and he's like i'm gonna own this decision you know yeah um, you could tell i think he, he did it in a moment of passion didn't want to and he's like fuck i killed yeah. my friend but he's an immature asshole so he's like okay oh, i did this god. and i did a oh my god Go and then that also that whole thing is also commentary on the chosen family versus the blood family because he comes in and then he talks to a train and the deep and he's like i wanted episode, the yeah. team yeah. to be my family but y'all aren't my fucking family you know y'all are pathetic yeah. That's great. And, it, yeah, and, uh, and then he chooses his son. It's so oh. good. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love this show. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. So, um, uh, Maeve and Starlight have differences about how to uh, defeat Homelander, I think. Mm-hmm. Maeve, uh, what, is, what are their differences? <laughs> well, so like Maeve and Starlight are teaming up throughout pretty much the whole season. I think okay. there's a little bit in the beginning where they both, they don't realize that both of them are helping Butcher and the gang. Okay. Like, 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 uh, Starlight's right. helping Huey, Maeve is helping Butcher, and, like, sure. Starlight and Maeve don't know that they're both doing that. Or, like, Starlight doesn't know that Maeve is. So, eventually, they start doing, like, trying to do, like, a team-up to kill Homelander. Like, what happened in the movie Dawn of the Seven, like, the fake version of what happened in Dawn of the Seven, where they teamed up to kill, uh, Stormfront. Stormfront. And they're trying to actually do, in reality, to kill Homelander. Um, which again, it's like it's like it rhymes. It's like poetry, but it's way better than Star Wars. Sorry, Star Wars. I love you, Star Wars. This is, it was just a joke. I don't know. I think it's better than the prequels. I'll give you and the sequels. Yeah. You. A Rogue One, I won't give you in the original. No. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Originals are off the table. Those movies are great. Well, the first two maybe. Maybe. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. Down just to Empire Strike. Just like half of Empire Strike. No, no, no. A New Hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We just, just keep, keep whittling it down. down. Just the big of the scenes and clouds. No. <laughs> It just becomes the fanfare. <laughs> like it's just a... okay. Um, yes, so yeah, it's yeah. a very good show. Uh, 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 it is. Does, uh, uh, oh god, sorry. Uh, does Star- Soldier Boy reject Homelander when they finally meet up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he calls so him a she... pussy, and yeah. I loved it. 
that's pretty good. So it was a complete bait and switch, like in ten, in universe. He's like, oh, I'm yeah. gonna lure him out by, which is smart, you know, kind of cool. Uh, I, I like. But that. also, you see, because but it's also has to do with the trauma that they both have been through. To where he's an old school type of man who's like, oh yes, like, I don't feel yeah. fear, I don't feel stuff, and he says the same thing his dad said to him yeah. before to Homelander, where he's like. But you're just a sniveling little brat. Like he, like he's as mean as his dad was to him to Homelander. So is Homelander then better than Soldier Boy? Like even though they're both terrible yeah. people, is so is Homelander at gonna, least cares about his son? Or I, I think we're gonna have to tune in to find out. <laughs> like honestly, like I think I think that's set up. But like, like honestly, I don't know if I want the show to do this. But if they did, I also would love it. If like somehow they have a full like H- Homelander through all of this stuff deals with this trauma and like actually becomes a good guy i'm like i know i don't think it's gonna happen and i hope it doesn't kind of but at the same time like if they could pull that off i don't know if i would think like i this would be the best show i've ever seen can't redeem manage to pull that away you would be if you're a great writer maybe no i know you can't i I don't think you can but like i just sort of like as far as well not redeem him and like i guess not make him like a hero but like have him overcome his trauma and like you know, in a way, maybe, but I don't uh, think so. This show's too dark. I think Endgame. If I want to say, if I want to predict Endgame, which could be next season or the season after, it seems like they're really like. But the evolution of these characters with Starlight leaves the set, they changed the dynamics of the show so much this season that I feel like are we barreling towards an ending? I have no idea. But I, don't know, I, I kind I, of felt that way at the end of season two as well. Like yeah, all of the well, dynamics. I have a little bit that. to say about the cliffhanger of season two and the cliffhanger of this season and i okay yeah fair enough one aspect of the season i did not like um but it feels like we're barreling towards an ending and if i had to predict that ending i would say probably is ryan defeats homelander probably ryan is built up and trained over the next season or two seasons and the battle is for maybe his soul and then the last you know the finale of the show he's the thing that kills homelander and then maybe butcher gets learns a little bit the end of his arc is probably to learn that not all supers are bad and stuff like that so and because ryan is a fully fledged suit but a good he's the best of both worlds i bet at the end of the, the series um uh but uh right soldier boy rejects homelander calls him pussy i we already mentioned that ryan switched sides in like one episode because there's a scene where he chooses homelander over butcher and then uh uh we get mave versus uh homelander and uh we get katana from suicide squad this is katana um uh, she's uh she's in this but she doesn't really seem that essential to the plot i don't really remember her being much there's a little fun little dance scene but just i don't know whatever if there's one weak aspect of the show if i must be honest i think the katana storyline could be dropped i don't know it seems disconnected especially this season from the rest her name's kamiko like don't reference a terrible movie just because you couldn't remember her name's Kamiko in this show. I think it's funny to miss to call people the wrong. I think it's funny to call Ryan B- Billy as well because Billy's such a stereotypical kid in the movie. That's name. fair. Well, that one's fine. Oh. But like, I no, I like what's going on with Frenchie and Kamiko in this season okay. a whole okay. lot, and I also like her thinking she's a monster because of her superpowers, losing her superpowers, murdering people, then realizing. No, maybe that is just me. Maybe I need to just be a whole person and stop hiding these aspects of myself. Like, I want to protect my family. Frenchie is my family. And to protect my family, I want my powers back. I think that is a good arc Okay. for her. Sure. Personally. I think it's disconnected. And every time I'm, I'm, I'm spending time on it, I'm like, yeah, hey, let's go to the where I don't have to. Somewhere. somewhere this will tie it's in. It's thematically connected. Yeah, well, let's tie, to tie into something. It's all about family. 
to tie into something that's thematically connected to this conversation, I don't like reading subtitles. So I am anytime. Anytime, anytime that she's on the screen because of the nature of her character being deaf, I am like, I don't want to read. So mute. Like, she's not even deaf. She's mute. Whatever the fuck her character. Is. Uh, I <laughs> not to be reductive, but to be entirely reductive. Um, so we also get a nice moment after Ryan rejects Butcher. I think Butcher goes out of his way to protect Ryan from Soldier Boy, even mm -hmm. though Homelander's like distracted fighting Soldier Boy or something. Or, uh, I don't know. I just remember there being a nice moment where Butcher's well, protecting Ryan. And I'm like, oh, he's still protecting him, even though the drama. Yeah, so Butcher goes to fight Soldier Boy at one point, and Homelander stays over there with ryan for a bit and then mave attacks homelander okay as opposed okay. to like joining in on everyone we need to stop right, remember, yeah yeah because she loses her eye yeah fighting uh fighting homelander uh mm -hmm. mave versus homelander katana kimiko versus the lab people there's the song maniac it's fine there has to be a fun song in all of her fight scenes i feel like why is that is that set up is that a character thing i don't know uh, i mean that she likes music yes but i yeah well, i have to, again like, being quirky um which is fine. It's just, again, I'm just clearly very not not very connected to that plot at all. Which is fine. Yeah, whatever. Because you hate reading, apparently, and that's okay. I have you seen all these books that I haven't read? Like, <laughs> you know, I could spend I could spend three hours reading them, but I don't. So, anyways, we'll get there. Uh, Butcher <laughs> has only months to live. Uh, so, yeah. So that's the end of the fight scene. Is there anything else about the fight scene? I'm gonna get get to epilogue stuff, I guess next. Oh well, may I guess the, like the only other like big point is like Huey has a moment where he might retake Temp V but then he decides to just believe in Starlight which has been an arc over the thing That's so right. like yeah. he helps her out by oh, not using her. superpowers yeah, yeah. like I he like saves that. her in a in a like a clever way as opposed to relying on it's, the Temp V yeah he literally just supports her like by yeah. charging up yeah. her powers by and in her way her. and in that way he also saves her so it's like it was a good like it was that. a good culmination of the arc oh, yeah it was really yeah. nice the best thing he could do in that moment was support her which is the yeah. thing he had been neglecting to do the whole season because he thought he yeah. could protect her and the best thing he could do to protect her was to support her that's nice that's a yeah, nice work yeah, yeah, it's a well, it's um, unlike the other thing we watched, it's a well written thing. We're like, uh, they're set up in payoff and themes and good dialogue. Oh, and uh, yeah, even just yeah. in this one season, not only was just with long term with the show, but just in one yeah. season, set up exactly. Payoff, and then characters. the other, the other like beat of the fight is uh, Maeve then going back and sacri like, sacrificing herself, herself to stop Silverboy and save everyone else. Which also I loved as a culmination of Maeve's like, three-season-long arc. Yeah, I thought it would have been fine if she died there, if I'm being honest. Oh, yeah. No, I'm fine with her being alive as well. I still think she's going to be mostly out of the show, except for, like, potentially... Because, like, the one thing... Like, again, slightly more spoilers, but whatever. We're already, we're already balls deep in this. Um... But like, yeah, okay, so spoiler alert, you got a few seconds to, I guess, mute me or do something else. No, you're fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so it's like, so like one, you know, obviously from season one, Starlight and her interaction, you know, it's culminated in this, which to me makes me think that like she might be gone from the show and like riding off into the sunset. But the fact that they have the CCTV footage of them helping Maeve when she's next to that dumpster, because not even Soldier Boy is dead. He's still alive as well. So it's like nobody died in that thing. But it like she did sacrifice her powers to save everyone else. So effectively, Maeve went through a type of death, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but there also is like a thing of like, well, maybe Homelander will learn this information and that will be 
a plot point for later seasons. I'm not sure, you know, because of like wanting to harvest her eggs and all that stuff, that weird thing they set up with all of it, you know, and all of these things. I also, for like one quick second, I really liked that Homelander was like, no, I'm not going to like, like rape you. I respect who you are, even if you don't. But then, like, so you're like, oh, nice. And then he's like, a more, almost worse violation. He's like, but I am going to harvest your eggs against your consent. And it was like, oh, the one two punch of that interaction was peak yeah. television. From there, we go on to Butcher's in the hospital. He learns he has like between 12 to 18 months to live. That's, yeah. uh, and, um, and then from there, he goes back and, you know, um, the rest of the boys have turned being the boys into a democracy. Another idea that says this show is absolutely a left-wing show. I don't know why we're confused. Oh, also in Starlight's apartment, there's a vote for Huey Newton poster, which I don't know what all they could be saying with that, but I want to I want to go into it more. Like, again, like I'm just trying to touch on all the crazy things. So yeah. however many people are watching, if you each pick one and make your own video essay about it, it's going to be great, and I will watch yeah. all of them. So, oh. you know, <laughs> tweet him at Sam, and then he'll send them to me because I'm barely online. Uh, yeah. We already established a lot of stuff. I, I, my camera is going to die and I have to use the bathroom. So we are going to wrap this up here pretty shortly, though, because we talked yeah. a lot about uh, the boys. We've gone for three hours. Uh, unfortunately, and it went all over the place. Yeah. About, well, I think we, we were able to front load both this and our Thor mm -hmm. discussion with a lot of our thoughts. So that's good. As yeah. we go through. So like you said, touched on uh, Butcher has months to live. Uh, MM has a really nice payoff with his daughter. There's been kind of this tug of war going on. Mm -hmm. She's been here by hero. Uh, and that's Again, very sweet. overcoming trauma. I, I loved it. That. Uh, Maeve isn't really dead. You talked about that. Soldier Boy, does he go back under? Or is yeah, he... he he's back uh, in the thing with the gas and like uh, what's her name? Grace he... Mallory is watching over him. So like, in, a, in like removed? a test tube. Is that plot removed? For, I don't know. For... I, I, I think he. I think there's a potential that he could come back because okay. he's not dead. It's just sort okay. of like you know, similar with like Bucky, like oh he's frozen again, you know, uh -huh. that kind of thing. Quick, quick gripe before we uh, talk about the big stinger at the end of this, this episode. Yeah. But, uh, quick gripe is evil AOC is uh, completely underutilized this season, I think, uh, after the reveal of last yeah. season that she's an evil congresswoman. I'm like, oh, I can't yeah. wait to see how that's fall up that's, on. That's going to keep going in later seasons. Yeah, I think because, well, I, that's what she's... makes... Yeah, go ahead. I, I just, well, hang on. I just think that yeah. uh, that maybe they wanted that's the end game, kind of the last part of the ending season or something. And because they got maybe renewed for more seasons than they thought initially, they decided to take the detour no, into Soldier Boy and Hero Gasm. I don't know, but go ahead though. No idea. Oh well, I mean, um, the one thing I was going to say is like one brief moment with her that I absolutely loved because I could believe that this really happens when she tells Starlight, like, "Come on, please, my Republican colleagues, pack around deep fakes of me blowing Bin Laden." I was like, oh, I that is fucked up, but I also would not be surprised if that is that is also a real thing that has happened to people yeah. like AOC and Elon. AOC Omar and danced in a video in college and people sputtered around. They're like, oh, look at this whore. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I was like, this is this is super gross and not subtle, but also our world isn't subtle. And I wouldn't be surprised if like that exact specific thing that someone yeah. has made it and sent it to a Republican congressman and they pass it around for a laugh. I would yeah. I would not be surprised. Yeah. But then the other thing is like now she's also like manipulated like, like, Homelander into yeah into making the whatever the guy's name is it's like Dakota Bob or some weird shit uh uh the new VP so it's like maybe yeah. we're going to get even more overtly political than it already like the is same, like the same I mean I understand it's an evolution of the the cliffhanger yeah. from last season but I felt like functionally 
it is the same cliffhanger from last season where, oh no, powerful, po co oh no, she's an evil soup and she has a lot of power. You, mm -hmm. like, I learned that last season. I learned it again this season. It's just like, no, that's, that's totally you. fair. Yeah. But, and, and, and like, and, and like, I, like, I honestly don't have anything to push back on that on other than like, I have hope that the show is like, because like we've had meditations on yeah. just like power as being a superhero and power as capitalism and power as popularity. So like maybe we're going to meditate on political power next season of like yeah. the combination of being a soup yeah. and being in politics type I thing. I guess I should so, say I still have confidence. I look forward to see yeah. where it goes. It's not like yeah. with oh fuck, I, I dread the next Taika Watiti project, but like right. I, I look forward to seeing how they follow yeah. up on this. I just feel like it was a little underutilized. And of a, yeah. of a bunch of things that I really liked. Again, I feel like I don't mm -hmm. we've heaped nothing but praise on this show for most of it. I just think right. evil AOC, which is a funny way to describe her because she is evil AOC, I feel like. Oh yeah, and, 100%. And it's clearly what she is. And <laughs> and uh, um uh she's just funny. I can't wait to see how the, the, the storyline is followed up on. Uh, next season uh, and then big thing uh, we talked about it already at the top but I just love the scene where Homelander uh, go shows up to a rally of pro Homelander people and there's the one person who holds him accountable he kills him it, he shoots him in the middle of Fifth Avenue doesn't even hold him accountable just talks a bit of shit yeah, 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 you're right. Just talks a bit of shit. But the, the thing is, I mean, it kind of, you could see, I, I not cringe, like, in a negative way, but I when I, in, in universe, when he threw the thing at Homelander and it hit his kid, I was mm -hmm. like, oh, no. Right. And I'd seen that they set it up really well. The, the, the dream sequence that he has or the season where he's, the scene where he's just imagining himself killing a but You know, he wants to. And he's yeah, he's always wanted to. Yeah, he's, That's he's the thing. in a position where he finally feels like, fuck it, I'm going to, you hit, you fuck with my son. And then... Just so much happens there. The crowd is like, "Fuck yeah, that's how we do it in America." Um, and then uh, he's, and then everybody, he's like, "Oh, this is badass!" Everybody's praising me. Cl camera closes in on his son, who's like, looks horrified at first, then a little bit ambiguous, then he starts to smile. Cut to credits and see, end God, of the. Season. I loved it so much. It was so terrifying. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, I was, I was like, this, this is the type of social critique we need of our society right now. Maybe it'll wake people up and get them a little more worried about. You know, not again, just to caveat a little bit, not everyone on the right, not everyone who identifies as conservative, not even all of them, but there is a segment of the population that would be, like you said, I could shoot someone on Fifth, Sax, like on Fifth Avenue and they would still vote for me. There is a non zero part of our population that if Trump shots uh, like a dissenter at one of his rallies, just straight up murdered another human being, that's how we they would cheer him on. Yeah. They would cheer him on. And like that is terrifying. Yeah. Then the way they're able to turn it into a like a, a Starlight versus Homelander protest. It's just mm -hmm. we've already said it's a smart show. Yeah. Um, uh, again, the fact that some people just now are realizing, holy shit, Homeland, Homelander's the bad guy. I thought he was uh, a stand-in character for me. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, yeah. My camera has officially died, so but that's okay because I think we're about to wrap it up. Alex, is there anything that you haven't said about The Boys uh, Season 3 that you'd like to get off your chest? I mean – um oh uh yeah just one little thing homelander making uh the deep eat timothy the octopus was fucking hilarious and Home devastating the storyline i liked the season i like yeah. the storyline this season not much to yeah. say about it i like i mean i like the the hit the the lady leaves him at the end of this episode you see yeah. that he's written a tell-all book which will probably hurt his his popularity uh mm -hmm. I, I think it's the relationship dynamic was funny him trying to get back into the seven and being tortured like you mentioned was funny i like the deep storyline yeah, yeah I would, like again, like the show, it slaps, it's good. Check it out if you're so inclined. Have a lot of fun. Um, right. 
Yeah. You freelancing. Would you like to mention where people can uh, see your work if they're interested and need somebody to shoot their wedding? Uh, yeah, you can find me, uh, the, probably the easiest place right now, because I'm taking a break of most of social media, is just on vimeo.com uh, slash Productions. You can look at my reel, some weddings I've shot. It also should have a link to like email address and stuff if you are in the you know Texas, Oklahoma area and want me to film your wedding. All right. So, Alex McKellar. Get Thank a hold of me. Thank you so much for joining me on this yeah. uh, live Okay, stream. hold on. One more thing. I just, it's going to be real quick, I promise. Okay, okay. So you mentioned how Everything Everywhere All at Once is your favorite movie of the year so far, right? And okay. also that The Batman is your favorite superhero movie of the year, right? Okay. And so off camera, and, and earlier I mentioned it, but for me, I was sure that Everything Everywhere All at Once is going to be my favorite movie of the year. Uh, and then I saw a little movie, it's on Netflix, called RRR. <laughs> It's an Indian film. It's from Tollywood, not Bollywood. It's like over the top, but it is like, I don't know which one I like more, honestly. I'm still a little bit in recency bias for RRR, but it is the best superhero movie that I have seen since Spider-Man 2. It is better than the entire MCU. Like every entry in the MCU, RRR is a better superhero movie than any of those. And I love it. It is one of the most fun times you'll have. It is three hours long, so set aside some time. There is reading involved, so Sam's apparently never going to watch it, even though he should. He would love the hell out of it. But like, legitimately, if you want to like feel good and be excited and watch a superhero movie that isn't ashamed of being a superhero movie, something we haven't seen since Tobey Maguire and Doc Ock fought on that train years know, ago. should be a little bit more ashamed. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. But like... You know, it's not Captain America wishing or whispering Avengers Assemble. It's not any of this little stuff. Like, it is full on, like, no, we're going to have these guys, and they're awesome. They're going to do cool stunts. They're going to be, you know, just epic. And, like, we don't care if you think it's kind of cheesy. We're going to have a great time, and it's so much fun. And I just, I love it. I've watched it several times. I might watch it again after this to recover from Thor uh, Love and Thunder, just like a, another reminder that good movies exist. So please watch RRR if you can. You do have to read. It's not a lot of reading. You know, it's a very visual film. It's super easy to follow. It's a great time. You won't regret it. That's all I have to say. It's it's fantastic. Programming note, I think uh, either next week. Uh, make sure you follow this Twitch stream because we are going to be talking about uh, Star Wars. Uh, we oh, have a yeah. debate coming up. We're going to be talking about the Rogue One, the Star Wars story, <laughs> Star Wars The Last Jedi. Uh, Alex and I have very different opinions on what is the best Star Disney Star Wars. <laughs> Although, I guess to go ahead and get it out now, um, I, t I messaged John after the first time I watched RRR that like it was so good, it cured me of caring about Star Wars. Like I just was, a, I wasn't gonna fight what about great, it anymore. What a great lead to our debate. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, 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 no. I'm I'm totally down to still have this conversation. But like those two, mo like that, and then Thor: Love and Thunder hurting me so much. I am gonna have a different approach than I would have. I'm still totally down to compare, contrast Last Jedi and Rogue One. I think it'll be an interesting conversation. But I'm no longer out to prove anything or try to convince anyone. I just like I have an interesting take. I think on Last Jedi. And I think it'd be fun for us to talk about it. But I, you know. I have a great take on Rogue One. I have a yeah. I have the best take actually. Probably I leave it. I'm excited to hear it. Like that's what I'm saying. I um, I am here for Star Wars fans to tell me why they love and what they love about Star Wars and not disagree with them because <laughs> I, I I got hurt and uh, I'm sorry that I've tried to hurt Star Wars sometimes. And the, 
maybe we can get John back. Uh, we still haven't quite nailed this down exactly, but uh, we would. I'd love. I'd love to talk about Lord of the Rings. So uh, we might talk mm -hmm. about Lord of the Rings later on the summer. My point being, there are a lot of reasons for you, the viewer, to uh, subscribe to this Twitch stream. Uh, follow us real quickly, though. If you do have three hours uh, this weekend to set aside, what I would recommend is that you watch uh, Batman vs Superman: The Ultimate Edition. Actually, oh. Okay, well, Alex is gone. All right, well, I'll see you next time, guys.